you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting and fun-filled adventure with me, Dave. And his brother, me, him. And today, here on Living in God's Rhyme, what are we going to talk about, Tim? Oh, we're going to talk about today about uh, Good Friday. And as we prepare for Easter, uh, where we celebrate the resurrection of God's Son, Jesus. Uh, we're going to read some uh, poems about uh, that will hopefully take us from uh, Good Friday to Beyond Easter. Uh, and uh, there's three poems that I have today. Uh, okay. I will warn you ahead of time. They are longer poems. So perhaps we will take a break <laughs> oh, after every 20 stances. <laughs> so partway through, we'll take a couple breaks and discuss what we've talked about and, and yeah. then get back to where, uh, the poetry. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, see where the Lord leads us. You know, that's usually what happens with us, and it usually turns out pretty good, I think. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, here's a quick question for you. Um, Good Friday is, is 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 important to all of us. Yeah. Do you go to church on Good Friday? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I won't be able to this year. I was hoping to, but it's not going to work out so well. You can find but, something online when you get home. I think I will. Yeah, and because uh, it's becoming more and more important. But why don't we get on to the first poem? All right, the first poem is from God's Rhyme, and it is found on page 99. And it is called, uh, it's titled, When Did Jesus Pray Abba? Someone asked, did Jesus call out Abba while on the cross? Abba was the next question to be spoken. Yes, Abba. If one were to be speaking in Hebrew, to call out Abra, Abba would be calling out Daddy. And I think what I will do here is go to the explanation at the end. Okay. Okay. I get to the right place. And sometime near the end of 2011, I'd gotten restless in my church attendance. Not with God, but uh, in my celebrating God. Uh, more times than not, I felt worse when I left church than when I left the house to go to church. I had the opportunity to talk to a good friend about this, his memories of our fellowship and philosophizing and sitting on the front porch. I told him that I needed to find peace in my worship. He told me a friend who uh, told a friend who told a friend called me one day and asked if I would like to attend a weekly Bible study group. And I know I've, I've been through this before. I said yes. This was a new experience for me. I felt alive and uh, and experienced more growth in my faith than I had in years. This became my church. Forgive me for turning pages. At least for a while it was my church. At one meeting, the question came up, when did Jesus use the word Abba, the term Abba? Dan, a friend of mine, a friend of a friend who asked me to research this for the next week's meeting. I'm pretty sure he knew it would be written in poetic form. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, that was how the discussion I think went uh, at the meeting. We were talking right. about 
Abba. When did Jesus say Abba? Pray Abba. So we will continue on. Okay, yes, Abba. If one were to be speaking in Hebrew to call out Abba, one would be calling out Daddy. That was the question. And more time in translations, languages from one to another. To the Greek, Abba is Father. Its origin from the Aramaic Abba, Father of a child, as in Yeshua, the Creator of heaven, the stars, the sun, the earth, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Then the search becomes research which is all well and good as long as it doesn't get in the way by making the simple harder to say. And that sometimes can become a problem, making the simple harder to say. It just, yeah, so I try not to get too carried away. Mm -hmm. Simply put, as would a child calling out to his father, calling out to Abba, his papa, shows a child's endearing love. And so it was in the garden where before the cross, Jesus prayed, knowing the end was beginning knowing both as man and God. He fell to the ground and he prayed, Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible through you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. That is from Mark 14, verses 35 and 36. Abba, Father, Daddy, Father. Abba, the personal intimacy. Father, the proper sign of respect. Together, a cry of understanding. So it was at Gethsemane in the garden where, while the disciples slept, it was here that he did pray. So the very next day, while on the cross, dying for the lost, his prayer would be heard. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And that last is from Luke 23, 24. Um, and then I had, I was, as I was preparing the show notes uh, last night, uh, just that last quote from Luke 24, uh, Father, or Luke 23, Father, forgive them for they know, do not know what they do. It just um, really struck me and uh, it struck a chord. And I asked myself, what am I willing to forgive? You know, right. What haven't I forgiven? And I think we we talked about it. I think we talk, did we talk about this just the last yeah we talked week? about it last week yeah, yeah. last week mm -hmm. and I just but this one when I'm thinking uh, Jesus is so amazing and his he's just so absolutely amazing and faithful to the Father first he he says Father not my will but your will mm -hmm. okay uh, and then. Uh, to, to say for for him to say as he's on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That is just oh, tells me that just the smallest little thing that I'm offended by, the smallest little thing that someone might do to me, mm -hmm. I need to forgive them. Right. Yeah. You know, but that, but again, that's not quite. That's yeah. That's in the poem. That's that's part of what it what it was written for. But you know, you look at the the term of endearment that that Jesus used when he says, when he calls this Abba. I mean, right. He's reaching out to his Father in prayer. And uh, you know, as growing up as children, you know, we. I went to my father at times when. 
I needed his help, you know, his help and understanding and guidance and uh, a lot of, you know, at that time he was my, he, he wasn't my father, he was my daddy, he was <laughs> his dad, but he was, he was daddy, he was, you know, he was taking me into his embrace and, and mm -hmm. comforting me. Right. And uh, that's what uh, I think we need to, we need to realize that the God is also a daddy. He's a loving, caring, helpful God. <laughs> you know, he's very majestic. He's majestic. He's the God above all other gods. Anything mm -hmm. that we as men have created. But, you know, and yes, he is, he is um, righteous. He's, you know, he, he's, he's, but he's slow to anger. Right. And, uh, but he will... Uh, you know, the, those, there are those times that we, we need him, which is that, well, we always need him, but right. in spite of what we do and him, uh, wanting the best for us, he has forgiven us. He's, I thank him every morning for his patience with me and, but, uh, he's forgiving too. And that is, that is. The, the softer side there's that side that um, I think I'm getting off course here and I don't want to say something the wrong way you know but it's not that he had the tough side but the righteous side right what he expects and what he hopes for and but there's that daddy side where the love comes out just pours out to help us through our needs lift us up right either yeah. support us yeah. So that's uh, that's what I hope that, that people got out of that. After mm -hmm. that. I don't know that was long-winded, but... It's okay. <laughs> it was good. It, it uh, yeah. yeah. Just trying to get my, trying to get my, my, my words around that. Yeah. Well, so. it's hard to get words around, I need to forgive more or be more willing to forgive. And willing is not the right way. I just need to forgive more or be forgiving. <laughs> There's way too many. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it'd be forgiving. It just, uh, yeah. And I, you know, I just, <laughs> there will, will be, uh, will be hurt by people without them even knowing it. Yeah. That's be very forgiving true. of that. Yep. I guess that goes on. Don't, I, this thought just came to me. Don't hold a grudge. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Don't hold a grudge. Yeah. And again, it, yeah, it, uh, and that phrase, and you know, like you, the one from from Luke twenty three, uh, forgive them, Father, they do not know what they do. That's we could use a lot more of that in the world today. Yeah, but yeah, know, but know what they're doing. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't forgive them for being. Yeah, because you're, you're. That's what a good Christian does is forgives, right? Yeah. Well, take take that, take that one step farther. He knows what we do. Mm -hmm. what we're going to do and he and he forgives us exactly yeah as, as christians yeah so you know our goal we should be i should be i'm not gonna i'm not gonna preach i'm just here to simply tell you i need to be more forgiving mm -hmm. i need to be uh more uh <laughs> i need to i just need to get turn everything every day over to god yeah
and I have to admit, it's a much, much better day. I always thought that just a regular day with God is better than a day without him. Yeah. Just knowing it's better, it's better than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I mean, for both of us, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. You want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right. Yeah, okay. yeah I don't have anything more to say about that. Okay. Yeah. I'll be stumbling over a lot of blocks, a lot of rocks. Okay. This next poem is from God Still Rhymes, and it's found on page 103. It's called Love. I can't help but cry no matter how I try, as I wonder why he was the one to die. To endure the pain that he may reign, his love to give that I might live. At the cross, my life's lost, now forever lost, as he paid the cost. There is a song about being before God in heaven, I can only imagine. Well, his sacrifice for the sin of my life, that I can never imagine. Praying in the garden, the emotional turmoil, the fears of man. Then as the Son of God, praying to the Father, not your will, not my will, but yours. Not my will, but yours. Man and deity, knowing the end, he endured. Uh, this next part was uh, hard to write. The brutality of a Roman flogging, the braided whip laced with metal balls, tearing through the skin from shoulders to legs, exposing muscle, sinew, and veins, the human blood loss on the way to the cross. Weakened beyond thought and words, falling as we should too, a man named Simon took up Jesus' cross. Nails were driven through his wrists and feet with excruciating pain. Nerves were severed, severed that I might be delivered from the pain that is rightly mine. Each and every intake of breath and agonizing feet to be repeated over and again as he did exhale. His human heart thirsting for blood, blood that was no longer there, having been left on the trail, causing the heart of this man to fail. The heart of God stopped because of me a sacrifice that I might be forgiven for the life I have been living. His last words, forgive them, Father, because he loves me. Uh, I can see why those ones were hard to write. Well, uh, one of my daughters, daughter Emily, had given me a book uh, years ago, The Case for Christ. And in there, it has, um, he apparently did research on what, 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 how, you know, knowing from what the Bible says happened mm-hmm. to him physically, what it would have done to his physical body. And uh, that was where I, I got those, those, uh, that, it, that, that part of the poem from. Right. Uh, wow. And it just, um, just uh, really moved me like I've never been moved before to think, uh, you know, we hear about it. it I, I I can't tell you how many times I've read that that in the Bible, the you know his his crucifixion, you know the good, mm-hmm. you know from Palm Sunday when he triumphantly enters Jerusalem, and people are you know glad to see him and, and uh, praising him to uh, his you know uh, the Pharisees and, and and leaders of the church at the time questioning him and turning him over to to a pilot uh, because he claims to be the son of God, which is, uh, you know, uh, 
not something that you do. Right. And uh, so, uh, you know, and Pilot realizing that, you know, I don't, I really don't want to deal with this, but and turning it back to the to the Jews. But then you, when you think about uh, carrying that cross, and last week, you know, we talked, I, we had a little discussion about the poem of the trees mm-hmm. and the cross, but to, to have a cross where you stand it upright, you have to put enough of it in the ground to, to anchor it. it. It couldn't have been light right. at one point in the in that walk to the to the crucifixion. Why he, you know, they took a man out of the crowd to carry it for him. But then, just what what happened to him after? Uh, was I, I you can't, can't can't even picture it i can't imagine surviving what he went through and yeah. he went through that for me yeah he went for to it for everyone but when i when i look at it he he what he's done for me i owe him my life oh definitely yeah. I, yeah. I know i through faith i have accepted him as my savior i know that he lived among us as one of us, was tempted as we were, mm-hmm. died for my sins. After three days in the grave, he defeated death and rose from the dead. God has, through his grace, has forgiven me by accepting that. And I just, I owe him every day of my life, and I need to be conscious of that every day. And I'm, I'm sorry to say that I'm not. I ask for forgiveness, but I'm, my my prayer right now, Dave, is that as we're going through this podcast, that when we are done, I remember what I've said today, the rest of the day, and when I wake up tomorrow, that I need to give every day to God, every day to Jesus for what He's done, for what they have yeah. done for me. Yeah, He's done a lot for everybody, hasn't He? Just oh, yeah, I can't imagine. First of all, the willingness to go through that for us is amazing. But then he was Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, the Son of God. He was. Well, he knew what he was coming for. It just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He knew why he was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, know, to, to have that with you all the time, but yet be happy about what you're doing. Yeah. Well, yes. you know. <laughs> it's nothing but pure faith. And that's, that's, that's pretty magical. In my mind, and it's a yeah. reference, but it's magical to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's certainly faith and love mm-hmm. and trust. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next one, okay? Sure, that sounds good. This one is called A Joy of Sadness. And I'll tell you why, and I picked that name. It's in uh, God Still Rhymes on page 106. Oh, I'm sorry, I just showed the wrong book. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure those listening didn't realize that you had the wrong book up. Yeah, but here's the right one. <laughs> and if you want to see Dave's mistake, uh, go to the YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, see the video. Yes, and, uh, I am not perfect. I am. And uh, <laughs> let me know how it looks because I, yes. I still refuse to watch the video. Oh, well, that's okay. You don't okay. have to. I have to because I have to edit it. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're there. all right let's get serious again here Okay. okay the joy of sadness preface 
priest once told me he needed to find something new for his Easter homily, something that went beyond the mind to remind his flock the one, that one last time that they are a part of God's family, not just on Easter, but every day we live. How we give what is mine, what is ours, as the hours pass us by, we must try to live as Jesus has showed us, not just today, but every day. This story. Friday, mid-afternoon, the Son of God died for me. This should not come as a surprise. The prophets of the Old Testament foretold this, that he would die, then rise. We go to church to read the gospel story of his betrayal, arrest, trial, and execution. We read how those who loved him wondered how it... We read how those who loved him wondered how in this there was any glory. Wasn't this the Son of God who had come to save, to save the chosen people of God once and for all time? Was he only a prophet sent to? No one understood the life he gave. Since the time in the garden, after creation, those made in his image turned from him. Year after century, turning their back on God, they continued to live in and worship sin. The atonement was made every year, a spotless lamb sacrifice, but always in God's eye was a tear sorrow for those he created. Be thankful God's ways are not our ways, and that our ways are not God's ways. We would have sent would we have sent our only child to die for the other's transgressions? When Jesus uttered those words, it is done, and his mortal body died, the veil in the temple was torn, that we might see more than a son the son. We can now see God, the love he has for us, through Jesus we see God, a loving God that loved us enough to be the ultimate sacrifice for eternity. The story does not end there. After three days in the tomb, a risen Jesus appeared, the living being, the Son of God. Conquering death and sin forever, Jesus rose that we might be redeemed, that through faith in the risen Christ we are made righteous in his sight. God's gift, his grace, salvation, and the promise of life with him as we run this race. On this Easter day we pray, pray to the Lord of heaven above, a prayer of thanksgiving for loving us so much that he was able to turn his sorrow into our joy. A concluding thoughts. We should live every day as if it were Easter. When we rise in the morning, Jesus is with us because he has risen. We have been given the hope we need in our lives to cope. Let the risen Jesus be with you every day, every moment you breathe. I kind of goes right back to what you just said a few minutes ago. Yeah, I got ahead of myself, but uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it had to be sad. Right. It, you know, it is sad that, that God had to go through that watching his son die. Yeah. And sending me here for that. But that's, without that, without that sadness, we would not have joy today. Right. We, we would not have it at all. We'd be following the world and thinking everything was great, and well, at I the end, we'd be surprised. Don't you think the serpent might have gotten a little more power if <laughs> that had been if it had been that way? Well, just I, my thoughts on it. <laughs> well, again, God knew everything before creation. You know, he he knew what was going to happen. He knew he knew of the rebellion. He knew yeah. what he'd have to do. 
and you know how this all ends. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, we're, I'm just thankful that he is in control. No matter what goes on on this earth, he is still in control. And I have to keep remind myself that in his time, a thousand days is as a year, and a year as a thousand days. So I will patiently wait. Yes, I will too. Okay. <laughs> That's about all I can say with that one. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah. Well, that's not all we can do while we're there. While we're while we're waiting, we can do good. We can spread the gospel. We can yes. you know share our stories with others. Uh, mm -hmm. We can you know live a good Christian life as an example for others, and uh, we can learn how to live in this world without being of this world. Right. Okay. Ready to move on, or I think I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next poem. Uh, Dave's got the right book for you, those of you listening. <laughs> the next poem is also from is from Living in God's Rhyme. Okay. The veil torn. A time before. This is from Matthew 27, verses 50 and 51. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The veil in the temple of the Old Testament concealed the Holy of Holies, the place where the Ark of the Covenant and God's presence rested. One time each year, the priests entered to offer atonement for the sins of God's people. Then today... The veil is taken away, but whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. It's from 2 Corinthians 3.16. The veil was torn. God's presence was shown to those who believe in his atonement for our sin. It's now through Jesus that we see the face of God. We can live in his presence, that his face is known. Jesus is the high priest that sits at God's right hand, making intercession for us as our prayers represent. It is through his atonement for our sin that we now stand, knowing that through his Son, we were always in God's presence. If we accept God's gift, the grace of his love, the death of his Son, in a way that by us could never be done, we will not see, we will not see the veil, we will only see his love. We now come to God through Jesus, who lived facing the temptations. We live with each and every day. He understands our weaknesses now and forever. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we possess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that is from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. It is through Jesus that we are now able to be in God's presence. Hmm. You know, there was a, you know, it was a time before Jesus' uh, death and resurrection that 
there was the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant was, was kept and God's presence was. And it was mm -hmm. only the high priest who could go in there. And there was a, a veil, a curtain in front of it also. So when, uh, when Jesus said those words, it is done. The veil in front of the, the Holy of Holies that, that shielded the Jewish people from seeing the Ark of the Covenant and uh, God face to face was torn from top to bottom, which means that it was open so that we now may see God. Great. And uh, that changes everything. <laughs> that whole yeah. death and resurrection changes everything. It changed the world. Right. But now we are able to be in God's presence. And I, uh, I think that helps with, well, helps with so much. Yes, Jesus does too. But I think, uh, I think it has made us be able to be comfortable in our prayers with God. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, still uh, give him the uh, the praise that he's a deserving of, but also be able to you know have a conversation with him yeah. and and know that that he's going to reply. It may be not at that very moment of the conversation, but you know our prayer can end up in a conversation, and mine has many times. Or many times I'll start out in a conversation. And it ends in a prayer, but, you know, uh, we have access to them directly. Yeah. Because of what Jesus has done. Yeah. We don't have to go through another one to, to have that access to God and to be able to talk with him. Right. There's no intermediary needed at all. No, there's no intermediary needed. Mm -mm. No. We are all sinners, whether it be me sitting in the pew, whether it be the pastor leading in the church, leading mm -hmm. us in, in uh, through the sermon or the the choir or the singing the singing group that's up in front, mm -hmm. uh, we're all sinners, and no one sinners better than the other. True, and we but we all still have that opportunity to to know God. On a personal level, yeah. And you talked about it a little earlier here. He forgives us and forgets. Yes. Uh huh. There's another that's thing. <laughs> that's the important part. Is he forgets? Yeah, and if you know, and if we can follow that same thing, and I, you know, I, you know, I can yeah. forgive, but I can't forget. Well, as long as you forget, you can't forget. You always. There's the problem is the opposite's going to happen. You're always going to remember. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And I and I don't mean to to make a light of some people's situations in, in the uh, sin that has been committed against them. Mm -hmm. But it, we, we have to come to God and, and ask for his, his intervention in our life, for his helping us to not to, to go beyond forgiving and forgetting. And right. again, I, I, I come back to in my life, if God can forget my sins after I've asked for forgiveness, uh, how in the world can I not forgive someone else and not just forget it? Right. And that's, uh, that's something I think we all individually need to take up with God. Yeah, but if you ask him for help, he will help you with that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I and, asked for uh, help in things a lot more lately than I used to. And it's, yeah, and the other thing that I have learned the hard way is I must be patient and waiting for that help sometimes. Right. Yeah. My, my prayer isn't always answered immediately. Right. And I have to accept that it might take quite a while to get the answer. Yeah. But when it comes, it's a blessing. <laughs> yes. It's a and, true blessing. And you, you notice it too, don't you? Or, oh, yeah. As I've had it happen a couple of times, I went, oh, he answered. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> There's an answer right there. Yeah. And and you go, wow. Yeah. And because sometimes it does, it's not real obvious the answer. Especially when it's not the answer you think is right. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. You know, that may happen more it's often not than not. What you, yeah. It's what he knows you need. It's not what you know you need. Well, I've had that happen big time once. Yeah. But happen. doesn't that go We've back to... It. Yeah. Uh, where was it here? You wrote it down earlier. I'm looking through my notes. Okay. Um, uh, oh, goodness, 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 goodness. What Dave is looking, I, I will tell you, he's not only the uh, technical expert, but he's also the note taker. Yeah. But doesn't it come down to, I mean, when you think about forgiveness or, or the answers to the prayer, or answers to a prayer, I never ask or re I never pray for something that I, I can't, I can't imagine him giving me an answer to, or does that make sense? I'm not saying to him, Hey, Dave, you know, Jesus, Lord, you know, cure me of cancer. I'm <laughs> pointing me in the right direction is more like what I, I pray for direction. I don't yeah. pray for and guidance. That's yeah. We, we need, I'm sorry. We need to be praying for things that are pleasing to him. Yes. You know, you're not going to ask for a million dollars so I can give it to poor people. No, no. No, he'll tell you, listen, uh, give to poor people out of what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to get an answer to the prayer. Mm -hmm. And it's not always the answer you want, but it's the, it's the right answer. We can it's always the right answer. That. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got an answer the other day and I went, well, that wasn't the answer I was expecting, but that's the one that's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you think about it, when all of a sudden some uh, prayer is answered, you know it's automatically right. Because God gave it to you. Right? Yeah. It's not Sammy Joe down the street giving it to you. It's God. <laughs> <laughs> well, God has answered prayers for both you and me, you know, with our yeah. with uh, cancer that you and I have had, the prostate mm -hmm. cancer. Yeah. And we both come out of it. Uh healthier and uh i think physically and emotionally oh yeah mentally you know and yes. spiritually yeah i it and was i just uh, i think he he allowed not allowed he i think that cancer was his way of saying okay now it's time to come back <laughs> well i think it's you know it's just one of those things that are going to happen in the world and he can use it yeah. uh, for good yes he used it and, to uh, my advantage and uh, i'll continue about a little bit about prayer and waiting is um and i've talked before about this but when i, I was uh my primary care physician my uh psa levels got high he said i should need to go to to, a, to the uh a doctor for it and the doctors in town were good but he said it's going to take you a while to get in because they're busy mm -hmm. and then he said but you can go to a doctor and it was 
40 miles away out of town and you could probably and we can get you in right away well and that's because it was a big big uh, uh group of doctors but right i never i never in my life i said i never leaving port Huron to go to see a doctor i don't want to do that right i don't even think there was half a second before my mouth I, my mouth opened and said okay i'll go out of town yeah, <laughs> and it and it was in the whole the whole the whole experience couldn't have been better, right? And just the way it worked out with my job and where the I won't go into all the details, but it it uh, within a month of when I went in for my procedure, mm-hmm. I was cured. But I also saw God in the faces of the people that were there helping me and everywhere else. It was. Uh, yeah, I have the poem I wrote about it was two three ten. That's the date. Oh, really? And it should be in uh, God Still Rhymes. Yeah, right. two three ten. And it's just my my from uh, how I felt with that experience. It was uh, in the hospital. It was. Yeah, he he does amazing things. Yeah. Yes. He never said he never said it'll be perfect. No. Nope. There but will he also be, there will be struggles. Yeah, but he also puts people in our lives for a reason. Oh yes, we, we and talked about another, that. Yes, and and think about it. My prayers for me when we first started talking about put me in, into in in put the right people in front of me so that I can get the right information. Because for me, I needed more information. But anyways, yes, that's that was that okay. long time ago for both of us. Thank God. So so. When we come upon uh, Good Friday and Easter, you know, we're prayerful and uh, know, again, knowing what God gave up, what Jesus gave up, what they did for us, uh, they certainly deserve our praise, our worship, uh, and everything that we can do to turn our life over to them and, and follow and try to be better people. Yes. And to do uh, as they've called us to do. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, we can turn that sadness of our life into joy. Oh, yeah. If we if we don't, if, if there's anyone out there listening or watching that really hasn't accepted Jesus, hasn't taken that step to turn their life over to Jesus and profess it, that there will be sadness that you're going to experience one day is going to be, will be that others will experience other another day will be joy for you and sadness on this earth as we live can be turned will be turned into joy right and i i hope that that uh this weekend that that's the focus of our thoughts Yes, so there needs to be a very prayerful week. Every day needs to be prayerful, but this weekend especially. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Folks, uh, not to change the subject here, but just here's the friendly reminder. The show notes just keep scrolling and you'll find them. Uh, all the links to get to the website, to get to the Facebook page, to get to the YouTube channel, they're all in the show notes and you know where they are. Same place everybody else's show notes are. But ours are better because Tim writes them. 
And God's over there guiding him as he does this, I believe. At least I personally believe that. But And we want to thank you, our listeners, for all you, you've done for us. Because I, I know Tim and I are both very, very blessed that you're with us. Yes, we are. Yeah, I feel that every time. Every time I, I, I plug in the microphone and, and uh, Tim and I connect, I feel that we're blessed every time. Plus, I'm also blessed to have a great, great brother in Tim and Paul. And you've all met Paul. <laughs> He's a great brother, too. Yes, I, I agree. I have two great brothers, of which I'm not one because it's me, but the other two. <laughs> I've blessed, been blessed with them. Uh, yeah, thank you. And, uh, yeah, we uh, let, your, let your friends and family know about the podcast if you like it. And, yeah. Uh, we, would, we would be blessed through that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, close in a prayer. That's, uh, that sounds excellent, Tim. Okay. This is called, uh, as we close in prayer, may we continue in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer as we end today's podcast. Dave and I thank you for your leading us through the day and into tomorrow. We pray that today has been pleasing to you and honors your glory. We pray for our listeners and viewers for their needs healing, and the salvation of those who have not yet accepted the gift of your, of your grace by faith. We pray, Lord, for this world in which we live. Father, as Christians, lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us to the truth of the days we are living in. We pray for the nation of Ukraine and its people, its leaders, those who have fled the country to find safety, those who are still trying to leave the country and those who are staying to fight the invading army of their enemy. May their faith and determination be an example to the world. Dear Lord, prepare us and our listeners and viewers for the coming week. We pray that it is you that we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, may it be your hand clasped around our hands so we may feel the grasp of your love. May today and the day that follows, and I'm sorry, May today and the two that follow, leading to the resurrection of Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the living Son of God, be filled with love beyond our understanding. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Folks, don't forget, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. And then one other thing, Dave. Don't you forget. We are the king's kids. We are the king's kids. And you will never get rid of us. For we are his with Jesus. God bless you all. Have a blessed weekend. With uh, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, and the resurrection. May you feel his peace in your life. Have a great week. Great weekend. God bless you. God bless you all, folks. Goodbye. <laughs>